Okay. I bet you guys today want to hear about monsters. Hey, welcome back again to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast. We are smoking some good cigars. It eh, The podcast is presented by ZillCigars.com. ZillCigars.com. Uh, go there and check it out. And uh, please, if this you find this podcast helpful to you in any way, shape, and form, buy some cigars from us. Keep us in business. Uh, ZillCigars.com. That's Z-E-A-L-C-I-G-A-R-S.com. Again, if you want to communicate about anything our last 50 podcasts somebody's just actually uh left me a, a dm on instagram talking about how they needed the last podcast we put up which is really interesting and i thought that was really cool so wow. a- again you can also uh communicate with us at, via email at cut light smoke podcast all one word at gmail.com that is cut light smoke podcast at gmail.com and uh, we do see those, and we do respond. So uh, today we were smoking uh, a good cigar, and uh, JB actually already smoked it, right? Uh, I've gotten about halfway through, and it went out because I got sidetracked doing a couple other things. So I'm okay. getting, I'm relighting it pretty much a right at the bit, like right at the beginning of the second third. So Dr. Gabby Caffey, what we talked about yesterday on the uh, video on YouTube, which is at Best Cigar Reviews on YouTube. If you want to see us on YouTube? Check us out. Check it out. Check us out there. Sorry, I can't talk today. And uh, we talked about him moving from Honduras to the Dominican Republic to work with Laura cigars, and uh, his cigars are better. So we're smoking them and talking about them. So, but you said that 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 the San Andreas is nowhere. That's nowhere near the San Andreas for you. Um, for me, I, I I would say that the San Andreas is is a much better smoke for me. Okay. Um, however, okay. the, the Maduro is good. It's really good, and it smells like um, it smells like a fermented like stone fruit when you smell it, and okay. the dry draws like a chocolate. Uh, that's that's what he said it would. That's what he said. Like it a would. chocolatey um, prune. Okay, okay. Um, it smokes kind of like that, but uh, man, I, that San Andreas impressed me a lot, bro. What's exciting is next week the uh, new Vision Twenty Twenty Two comes in, mm. and I cannot wait for that presentation of a box. I cannot wait. I'm super stoked about it. Uh, super thrilled about it, and uh, we got some other things coming in down the pipeline on um, on our house brands. So we got some mm. new house brands are going to release. We got a um, cigar of the month uh, thing that we're getting getting worked up. We hopefully have that, hopefully have that have that get together and presented to you guys on the website by uh, November. We're trying to get it done by October. There's just so many different things going on, we just can't do it. So, uh, with that said, let's go to the topic of today. And so today we're talking about monsters. Now, here's my question: here's, here's Are they ca- are uh, monsters in general, or or we're gonna or, we're gonna hit what? on something specific because okay, there, okay. There's, there's always a reason we do what we want to do, and uh, the reason we do what we want to do is we want to be able to add value to, to people's lives. And how does this add value to people's lives? Well, it stokes the imagination, if if I can say so. Mm. Uh, it, it's you know what, imagine thought provoking conversation. It, it is. It's just it's interesting, and you know half the stuff you see on YouTube is interesting, and so. Um, but we've 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 danced around this topic a few times. Uh, we've we've maybe said things like aliens and ghosts and things like that. But tis the season. Halloween's next week, and uh, I don't know that I ever talked about monsters and what I really think about monsters or anything else like that. And there's tons of different in the cigar industry. There's tons of different like cigars named after monsters, monster this, monster Dude, that. Frank's you know? Candela, bro. Right? Yeah, we have Frank's Candela with the sanitarium blend. Um, we have other few monster ones. Just sanitarium in general is like a monster type mash type. Uh, I mean, you could kind of count the primordial, maybe. Yeah, the primordial, just like a big cat. I know, yeah, that, that kind of thing. So, uh, but when it comes to real life monsters, you know, it's something that your parents tell you don't exist uh, when you're a kid. So, are you and, talking like Bigfoot, Nessie? Well, you know, those are things that I think we have a lot. Of Mothman. Yeah, Mothman. Yeah, those are things that that are. Uh, a little skeptical, but we have some evidence, obviously. Okay, okay. Um, but we don't know. We don't know uh, whether those things exist or not. So we're talking about heroes of re- renown. Oh. We're talking about talking about monsters of old, if you would. So uh, I wanted to get into this because uh, I, it seems that, to me, it seems like there's enough in the web sphere about this topic that I keep hearing and or Alexa is listening to everything little thing I say and trying to, you know, spam me with tons of different things. But uh, I just recently saw that I don't know if you know this or not, but um, in in Greece, uh, they're literally reinstituting worship of the gods. You know, like Zeus and Hermes and everything else like that. They're they're trying to institute that, so people are going around uh, worshiping these things that were you know at one point they they would claim as gods. Is it is it like a uh, is it like a 
is it something for them because of the state that that country's in? And I was I, and just going to say that. And I know a lot about Greece. Is, yeah, is I it know, something? I know. Is it something that they're going through as far as like let's reconnect with our well, with our ancient like I'm roots? Sh- I'm sure that's probably part of it. When okay. your economy's so bad and your money's not worth anything, you'll do anything you can think of. And one 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 guy stood up and was like, "Let's worship Zeus again." It was good back in the Greco-Roman days, but it was good in the, back in the Greco-Roman days because they conquered everybody and, and yeah, plundered and every, every city they went to. I, I would say. Specifically on the islands of Greece, most everybody that I've ever come across is Greek Orthodox. Okay, okay. And religiously speaking. Yes. Yeah, religiously yeah, 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 so, yeah. So uh, we're going to hit on some things that are a tad Bible-oriented, but I'm not preachy, and I'm not going to preach it. Tad conspiracy theory. Got a little bit of conspiracy theory on this. Justin's got cons- some conspiracy theories on this. Justin, I always have conspiracy Justin theories. Justin is a conspiracy theory himself. Is he here? Is he not here? <laughs> Where did he come from? We don't know. I am the man, the myth, the, the legend. legend. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you something. It's interesting, it's interesting you said that. So, uh, you know, it's Freaky Friday. We're going to call Fridays Freaky Friday from now on and try to give you some uh, just some fun things because a lot of times what we do on the podcast. Freaky, freaky. Yeah, a lot of times we do on the podcast is we actually uh, get pretty serious about it and get into stuff we did with our last one, porn and everything else like that. We want to lighten it up a little bit and talk about some uh, this is conspiracy theories and stuff that we're, you know, it's kind of fun to talk about and triggers the imagination in, in a good way, you know, if you would, if you were to think about it. So so it's interesting you said, I, I said that you we don't know where you came from. There is one person in the Bible that we don't know anything and he has no background. So his name is... Um, uh, is uh, Jeez, what is his name? You talking about Enoch? No, no. It's not Methuselah. Because uh, Enoch kind of straight up disappeared too. We'll, we'll get in the book of Enoch. I know that's where you're pushing. Hold on. Um it's it's uh gosh, what is his name? I gotta find it now. Uh he was he was a king that Abraham gave a tenth of his of his, of his stuff to. But what he said about that king, um, let me let me go into it. It's in the book of Hebrews. Um what is the what is the king's name? Uh I, I gosh, I wrote a big book. I wrote a big thing on it. So, um, hold on, I gotta find it. If you say it and I remember, I'm gonna be pissed. Guy in the Bible that had no beginning of days or end of days. Oh, so I there was Google. no record of Melchizedek. Melchizedek is his name. Sorry, I had to ask. Google okay, I don't quick. think I've actually ever heard that. So, so there's a there's a story or in, remember. And so in the book of Hebrews, I remember I took a class called Hebrews. It's about the book of Hebrews. I also took Hebrew with the literature, the language, and that was that was. That was Paul's time in yes, yeah, that in was Jerusalem. Paul, that was around Paul's time. We don't know who wrote the book of Hebrews. That's right. It okay. could have been it could have been Paul. It could have been Barnabas. We're not sure. Okay, what biblical author? But the theory author. is Barnabas. Yeah, wrote that's it. That's my theory. Yeah, that's my theory, and that's why I wrote that book. And and I had a I had a I had a old professor named Doctor Dyke, who I've mentioned many times in the podcast before. Great professor. Uh, I had to write a paper on who I thought Melchizedek was because here's some things about Melchizedek. Okay. He shows up out of nowhere to Abraham. Okay. Well, at the time his name was Abram. Okay. They, God changed his name to Abraham later on, but his first name was Abram. And you see this happen in the Bible a lot. Like guys With an A name, or an I? Uh, an A. Okay. A, okay. Abram. Abram. Um, you see this happening a lot of times in the Bible where guys were this and then they have a spiritual experience and they become something else. Like uh, the apostle... Paul used to be called Saul, you know. And well, I mean, even in the Muslim faith, I mean, you look at Cassius Clay, he became Muhammad Ali. Right, so right, yeah, right. They, yeah. That's very, good, that's very popular. It's yeah. very popular. Um, and that really does have links and traditions in the Hebrew tradition, you know, okay. in, in Judaism, if you would. So so here's, here's what's really interesting. So in the book of Hebrews, um, the author is talking about how Jesus is a lot like Melchizedek. Like he has no beginning of days, no end of days. Somebody who has no beginning and no end is God. I mean, you don't have, if you don't have an in, a beginning or an end or anything like that. I am the alpha, so, the omega. Right, right, the, the beginning and the end. So uh, this, this mysterious person shows up to Abram before he becomes Abraham. Uh, I believe that's the timeline. And uh, he, a- Abram gives him, I mean, Abraham is, is the wealthiest guy in the land at that point, gives him a tenth of everything that he has and Melchizedek blesses him and everything else like that. So, and he kind of shows up and goes on his way. It's kind of a mysterious type thing, you know, in the Bible. And so, um, so, so why did he give 10%? If some dude just shows up, he just, here's 10% of what I have. Like, thanks for showing I up. Knew, I think he knew who he was. And, and, and what, what you have happening there, biblically speaking, is a lot of people call a pre-incarnate Christ. Before Jesus came to earth, there were certain times in the old Testament that it could have been Jesus that showed up during that time, you know, and Abraham had no context for him, you know, or anything else that they didn't know who he was, although he knew he was holy and was sent by God. Okay. You know, so 
Uh, there's another time with Mil- uh, there's another time with uh, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Abednego, yeah, yeah. yeah. Who are um, uh, they're cast in a fire because they won't bow down to the king. Yep. And they're walking around in the fire, and there's somebody else walking around in there with them. Could have been an angel. Could have been a pre-incarnate Jesus. Uh, Jacob wrestling with God at one point. Uh, it was an angel. Uh, but transliterated, it could have been, you know, a son of God. It could also could be Jesus, you know, in a that warrior kind of, of yeah. renown. Right, right. So it's it's kind of or a hero of renown. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Hero. Of, yeah. So it wasn't one of those, but we'll get into that in a second because um, we're leading you guys down a path that is really. So we're, we're talking about mysterious things happening. And uh, this brings me back to a video I saw and I told you about okay. this, this morning. Uh, I saw a little video about this. And uh, now if the video is true, if it's not true, we have no way of verifying that. Although it just seems that there is a lot of this talk uh, on the interwebs about the Nephilim or the giants, you know, and what's fascinating about giants is you find them in every single culture and religion everywhere. You're going to see, you're going to see people talking about giants all the time. Um, We have, we have bone fragments that are larger than human that we're not sure how to contextualize it well, in, in, in artifactual history. There are still humans that walk this earth that have trickles of DNA. Otherwise, they wouldn't be seven, eight, nine feet tall. Quite possibly. Quite possibly. Or it's an anomaly. Or it's an anomaly. So here's, here's, what, I'm not, here's what I'm not saying. I'm not saying I know this for a fact. I think it's fun to think about. And we, we can ask the questions of what if. And I think the what ifs are really interesting uh, because I have to contextualize that in my Christian worldview, and I think some of this does fit into, into a Christian worldview uh, in so much as we'll get into some some, some reasons uh, behind that. So let's let's go into it real quick. So the idea of monsters from the time that we're kids, I mean, there's so many Hollywood movies on monsters and here, Monsters, Inc. and everything else like that. Um you know, you you tell your kids that you know monsters don't exist, and although they always they always say this, they're in the closet or something like that. You know, you've heard that before. Um, uh, I would say that, in so much as our American society, most of the people listening to this are in American society, or maybe in UK or something like that. In Western society, we 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 pretty much reasoned out things that we can't explain. You know, we we try to find scientific you know evidence against things that we can't explain. Yeah, like when dingoes, you're like, oh, it's just a rabid weird looking coyote or something, you know, or like, uh, uh, you know, they talk about Bigfoot being just a really big, like bear that just has like some sort of furry disease and just doesn't look all the way right or something like that. And and, and we're always trying to to rationalize these things away because it's hard to contextualize in a Western culture mindset because we're about science. We're about technology. We're about those things as where, but you still find a fascination with people. People are still fascinated by these things because it's hard to contextualize. Like, what if these things still existed? Yeah, and we don't know about them. Yeah, dude. What there. if the Tooth Fairy and Santa are still there, bro? Well, Saint Nick was an actual person. We know that for sure. I mean, like um, actual Santa Claus. No, shouldn't you be getting ready? It's getting close to being about time for you to be. At the I do train. Dude. I do train into Saint Nick around here during Christmas time, <clears> and that's because I got a big belly and a white beard. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> and I can also, I can also, I can also. Uh, Laugh jolly, if you will. There you so, go. At least I laugh. Justin never laughs. He just sits there and, you know, looks mad and tired at the same time. So he's, he's looking across from me. And how do I respond to this? You, he's, you are, dude. You're such a hater today. <laughs> <laughs> Justin got no sleep last night because you were at the Cardinals game, right? Yeah, I went to the Cardinals game. Yeah, the Cardinals actually won, which was pretty exciting. It's probably because I went to the game. Yeah, it was probably because you were there. Yeah, the only the only time a quarterback of a team that I'm interested in watching and I go to a game and they throw two picks within 40 seconds, like that's that's the only stuff that happens when I go to a game. <laughs> that's true. Thanks, dude. Andy Dalton. That's true. That's true. Oh, Andy Dalton, the guy I never want to want a playoff game. Man, I Bengals, wish. I know? I wish, man. Like speaking of speaking of monsters, like mm-hmm. I wish I could have just done the angels in the outfield thing. <laughs> you, have you ever see that movie yeah. with Danny Glover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness, dude, I love that movie. Movie. Just, just get the angel to come out there and help all, help all Andy Dalton throw some dimes, dude. Yeah, <laughs> Andy Dalton needs some help, you know. So <laughs> he I, did I, yesterday. I, I love you, Andy Dalton. I really do. I appreciate all, all your support. Dude, he only threw you know. three interceptions all year. He's been there. I, I know. And then, and all then all he sudden, throws th- yeah. three to the Cardinals. I know. Happy birthday, I know. Isaiah. So, well, here, here's the uh, here's here's the premise. So. Um, there's this, there's a Scooby-Doo verse or it, it, we, we think it's a Scooby-Doo verse. When I say Scooby-Doo Bible verse, I mean, it's a, mysterious. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a verse that is, you know, just, just there. And it seems so out of context in the Bible, if you would, that a lot of, a lot of scholars are like, well, okay, there must've been people that did something like that. So 
It's in Genesis chapter 6, and it basically talks about the sons of God come down and uh, have relations with the daughters of men. Of okay. Eve. Of Eve, okay. So I think it says daughters of men, actually, because I know it's men. Yeah, so I can I can read it for you if you don't if you don't believe me. I'm gonna read it. We're going to a Bible study with Bradley. Here we go. So oh, I might get one on you on this so one. We're gonna see Genesis six. We're gonna see who knows the Bible better, Justin or me. So I'm in Genesis six. Let me let me get to it. Uh, well, the answer to that's you. Well, I know, but we're gonna. I, I want to prove a point because I don't like being, uh, you know, being being proved wrong. But here we go. It's in uh, it's in Genesis six. It, it's all. It, where's it at? Okay. Uh, okay, it says when human beings, Genesis 6, 1, starts at verse 1. Oh, it's it the says, first one. Yeah, it says when, when human beings began to increase in number on the earth, daughters were born to them, and the sons of God saw that the daughters of humans were beautiful, and they married uh, any of them they chose, okay? So then the Lord God said, My spirit will not contend with humans forever, uh, for they are mortal. Their days will be uh, 120 years. So that's that's an interesting Bible verse right there, just simply because um, I I think that maybe the oldest man's 120. Maybe we can't go past 120 at that point. I don't know. Um, so that's why some people believe that. So then it goes into the Nephilim in verse 4. This is the Nephilim were on the earth in those days. And also afterward, uh, when the sons of God went to the daughters of humans. Okay. Oh, it says humans. humans. Okay. Okay. And, and had children by them. They were heroes of old, men of renown. So that's the only thing said of the Nephilim. Okay, it's not anything else in there. Uh, so I wrote something down here. I want to go over real quick. Okay, go ahead. So uh, there's a theory that the Nephilim can't be angels. Okay, and the theory is is because it states somewhere that the angels can't take wives. Yes, but it, it says, it says they, they can't they take wives in heaven. Okay, so if these yes. are angels on Earth, eh, it's kind of a little bit of an exception of that rule potentially. Maybe. Just it's fun to throw that out we, there because we don't know. So right. we, we don't know. We know these people were the Nephilim, and we know they were probably giants at that point. There's some other verses in the Bible that talk to, talk about this. Um, one in Ezekiel, uh, and another one um, in the in New Testament somewhere else. Uh, and, and they refer back to this. The reason the book of Enoch is brought up so much. I think is, it comes up in Job somewhere. Yeah, Job. Um, it does come in Job. Um, it comes up uh, in, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, look, at, look at you with the Bible. I don't know if it's Peter. And, no, that's something different. I know what you're referring to in Peter about the souls encapsulated in, in hell and so on and so yeah, forth. Yeah, potentially. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, so here's, oh my goodness. So here's the, here's the idea of the Nephilim. They were... These these guys were were most likely, and I can get into it, but most likely giants. Okay, most likely giants, and that, um, uh, and they're the offspring of the sons of sons of God that had uh, married, actually married the daughters of of men. So the reason this becomes so controversial is that term "sons of God" is usually used for angels, if you would, and angels don't have a human form; they're spirit. Correct. The problem with that is every time an angel shows up, he can show up in, an, in, in a human form. And it actually says in the book, I think it's in the book of Hebrews again in the New Testament, it says be careful in entertaining strangers for some of you guys have, have entertained angels without even knowing it. Mm. You know, so um, can, I guess the question is. Dang, man. I don't even want to go down that hole right now. Oh, yeah. I, I can could, I could tell you right now, I've, I've probably seen an angel before. Dude, I don't even, I don't want to go yeah. down that hole right there, now. There are so many stories in Christendom or in, in Christianity where, um, let's just say uh, one of the best stories I ever heard. Uh, I'll tell you this. It was told, told to me by a missionary that uh, was in deepest, darkest Africa, if you would. And she was having to travel um, to a, uh, a cannibalistic, through cannibalistic land and was told um, you don't want to go through there because when you go through there, if they find you, they know you're a woman. They're going to rape you and kill you and eat you. That's what they're going to do. And as she was traveling through there, um, the natives saw her traveling down a, well, a well-traveled path to get to the village, uh, but they did nothing to her. And when she finally showed up, they were, like, cowering from her. And uh, she was asking why in, in their native language. She says, because of the two big men that are with you. And she had no idea what was around her. And the, the premise is that there were two giant angels with her, walking with her, that looked something like bodybuilders walking next to her, you know, um, that would not, would, would, would see the men that were looking at her, I guess, and 
gave them uh, you know crazy looks and we see, see that, but that could also be another another type of monster that shows up like that could be like a watcher but she didn't see it though yeah there are oh okay i see what see you're it. saying so here, here's the thing about this um, she would have seen the watcher right right so there are different types of spiritual beings that serve in heaven that we that do come up in scripture mainly it's angels and demons Maybe well and the watchers are pretty specifically mentioned as well right. so but they're not they're not they're not overtly mentioned in scripture, just kind of tertiary mentioned. mentioned. Yeah. So one of the, one of the misnomers is that when something's tertiary mentioned, it's not really important. Um, I wouldn't say that. I would say that really the reason they mention it this way, and I've heard it said this way, is simply because um, it's well known to the people that are me. It's mentioning too. Mm. You know, so they don't go into something very much like I told you the illustration this morning. Uh, very much like if if I were to tell you, you know, hey, I got this, you know, I'm going to McDonald's. What do you want? You say I want double quarter pounder with cheese. And I'm like, okay, yeah, double yeah, quarter. You ask Encino man if what he wants from McDonald's. Yeah. He's like, what's that, bro? Exactly. Or two thousand years from now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they may have heard of McDonald's or they didn't not know about it, but for you and I, they don't know what a quarter pounder with cheese is. But you and I both know that, and in our culture, it's very well known. Yeah. Because of advertising, marketing, what have you. So, case in case in point, that's one of the interesting factors behind this so they didn't potentially speculate that people later on wouldn't know of these correct because or you may assume, not see them it may not be as often or they assume they did know so when they said that all everyone knows about that nephilim mm. you know so particularly because it's written for that time period okay the the way that the book of enoch comes into this now keep this in mind i don't know a ridiculous amount of the book of enoch right it's not I, in the Bible, technically, yeah, correct? Yeah, it's not, it's not part of the, the canon, if you would. That means the 66 books that complete the Bible, you know, um, the Old Testament and the New Testament, okay? So I think it's 37 old and 29 Would Enoch new. be considered a—that would be considered a New Testament book, right? No, because it's part of the Old Testament. It's, it's okay, part of the Old Testament. Okay, but why, so. why is it part of the Old Testament? Because it was written back then, you and know? It, and but it was found with— With the Dead Sea Scrolls. Yeah, that's yeah. what I was getting at. Yeah, so here here's the weird thing. But they're, 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 I mean, I mean, keep in mind, part, fragments of Isaiah was, were found there as well. Okay. So you still have, um, so during this time, this is important. So, so during this time that, that the books of the Bible are being translated and they're, they're being written and copied down to, the way that the Bible is, is translated is something some through scribes. So you have one person telling the story exactly how they heard it, if you would, and the other person is, is, is scribbling it down or writing it down, if you would. So, but how we tell stories and how they tell stories are completely different. Meaning like how we communicate information. If I tell you a story, it won't be the same by you telling somebody else, but how they, how the oral tradition was with Jews in particular was very, very rigid. You had to, you had to have things down to a T or you couldn't write it down. So you'd have, you would hear this, you have somebody overhearing you hear this, somebody overhearing them hearing this so that you would all get down the oral tradition. So when it's finally written down, it's written down exactly how it was told. Okay. If you would. So that's one of the reasons that gives the Bible such a good, a, a, a weighty, you know, a weighty, um, uh, clarification on some things because it's so dramatically. There's, there, yeah, there's testimonies that go yeah, with it. Exactly. So, so the book of Enoch is outside the Bible. And I'll say this about the book of Enoch. It's part of something called the pseudepigrapha. Pseudo means uh, false or fake. Okay. If you would like not real and pigrapha means writing, you know, so fake writing, if you would. Yeah. The so to me, that's non-fictional. Right. Or I mean, fictional writing. The, sorry. Fictional. Well, here's the, here's the hard part of it. It's also historical. Okay. So it actually has some hist history in it too. That doesn't mean that pseudepigrapha writings don't have actual facts in them. Because they point back to certain things that are actually in the Bible. So that would that would be like me writing a story about uh, some dude that ran a circus that got elected president and still kind of directed the circus. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it, it, okay. <laughs> Enough about Donald Trump. Uh, so so I mean. Oh no, it, that was it, about it, Joe Biden. What are you talking okay, about? Okay. 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 Um, you know. So oh, we got both political party slams on there. Um, but here, here's here's the weird here's the weird aspect of it. So. When they did stuff like that, when they when they when they did did certain things like that, what you what you end up doing is getting validity for what is being said. So, as the book of Enoch is, while it's you know considered non canonical or not part of the Bible, um, it's still a valid book of that time period. 
its authorship is very, 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 very debated on who actually wrote it. Did Enoch write it, if you would? Uh, yeah, I and, think that's an important uh, fact of you should you should go over is yeah. what what is the book of Enoch and who is Enoch? Because well, he's really for, important to the story, too. First off, we know Enoch didn't write it because he's not here or probably around by the time it was written. But he didn't yeah. die. Yeah, he didn't die. He was one of the only people in the Bible that it says he was a righteous man. He walked with, with the Lord all the days of his life, and God took him from the earth. So when it says he took him, it doesn't mean that he died. It means that he God literally kept him around and, and brought him back. So uh, there's, a, there's, a whole, there's a whole thing with the end times where people think that the two prophets that come back in the end times and they, they, uh, they actually speak in the center square in Jerusalem in the book of Revelation, and one of those is Enoch. Oh. Because at one point um, they're dead and they're resurrected, and the armies of the world come to arrest them, and fire from the Lord comes out of their mouth and devours the people that come to try to arrest them. So who's the other one? Uh, is it mentioned? It's, it's speculated. It's speculated. Oh, so, so it's speculated it, that it it's Enoch. Moses, it could be Moses. It could be Enoch. It could be... Methuselah. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I'm not exactly sure. I know it's not them, but there's a lot of people who know a lot more about this stuff than I would. Okay. Um, I didn't study apocalyptic literature like I should have probably in Bible college. Um, well, it's kind of a weird... It, it it's is. a weird thing because for yeah, it's, it's biblical the, circles. It's the only it's the only literature in biblical canonical text that is both literal and figurative at the exact same time. So hmm. it, it's weird. It's it's not only like I got a whole. We could do a whole nother section on Revelation because right, 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 I got right. a whole nother. Yeah, yeah. So we I, I did a, I, I did a study on the Book of Revelation with my children uh, when they were all in high school. And they loved it. We just went every Saturday morning. We called it donut, donut time with Dad. Donuts and Bible. <laughs> so, I, so I bribed them to study the Bible with me. And because uh, I'm a Bible nerd, I just am. And there's so much more I should know that I don't know. And you know, the guys that think they know more than me are leave comments and be like, "Oh, you're such an idiot, Bradley." Um, but here's here's the reality. Um, in that study, they um, they all loved it because the book the book of Revelation is the only book in the Bible that has a blessing connected to it if you read it. It really says, those, if, you, if you read these words, blessed are those people who read this book. You know, and her, so it's a, it's a blessing of all the night. Because the big themes about, about the book of Revelation are that God loves you, God is coming back, be ready. You know, so you're going to see those things. And God is also ticked you know, at the sinfulness of, of mankind. So, uh, but he, he, he demonstrates his love by sending Jesus down the cross. So we, we don't have to pay the penalty for our sin guys. I and mean, that's, that's essentially the gospel in a nutshell. Um, so anyways, going back into all this, uh, I don't know even how we got on that. With the Nephilim. Yeah. So the, the Nephilim. Enoch. Yeah. With, so Enoch, the book of Enoch, there's actually three, there's first, second, third Enoch, but it's really the first one that everyone's infatuated with. Cause second, third, we have, more fairy tale yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Exactly. But in first Enoch, it talks a lot about the watchers, the Nephilim, the giants, and everything else like that. Okay. And so um I happened to be on um a TikTok last night. And I usually I usually watch a few TikToks before I go to bed, just kind of going through. And I have some really good TikToks. I, I like I watch a lot of car TikToks, a lot of stuff like that. But I also have Bible TikToks on there, you know, guys with uh, preachers and so on and so forth. Um and one of the guy, and one of the guys on there, uh, I have to scroll through the the feed. He was a. Uh, are you okay? Okay, you're you're like listening. I just thought I heard something. I want to make sure the bell didn't ring. Yeah, I didn't hear the bell either. Yeah. But it's it's Freaky Friday. Don't don't do that to me. Scaring me. Justin took off his headphone, was listening, and I thought things were popping upstairs. Did you just hear that, dude? Just when I said that. Mm-mm. That was creepy. Okay. Anyways. We're getting the Nephilim. Here we go. So, um, the Book of Enoch talks more about that than anybody else. And these these pastors were on the on the um, TikTok feed, on yeah, yeah, the TikTok feed, talking about the Book of Enoch and how uh, it's a valid book not not a valid book to be taken canonically, but a valid book to, to for the history of this stuff or and, or and, to relate to the stuff that yeah. is in the canonical right, portion, right. right? And then they actually said something like, "Where do you think the Greeks got these got these heroes of renown for with?" How how they got their gods? They probably got it from the Nephilim. They're probably Nephilim, you know, that walked during that time yeah. of the Greeks. I mean, were, it, it would make sense because if you think about it, like Hercules was an offspring of Zeus that lived technically amongst the people, right? So uh, it's very very likely that that that's possible. Not only like not only like the whole Hercules story, but also like all the depictions of the Greek gods are of minus Cupid, pretty much, and 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 Hades. 
but a lot of them are humanistic. Yeah, they're big and yeah, big. Yeah, big. not. Yeah, yeah. I mean, even like Mount Olympus, right? You sure. you think of like um, if you go to Greece and you see Mount Olympus and you see the like the statues of Zeus, like they're huge, like, right, right? Much like going to see the A. Blinken statue in sure, you know, sure. Washington. But I mean, that stuff also. I mean, let, let's just say for a second that that that, that was all true. Well, okay, Hercules could have had babies because, sure. you know, it's all depicted in the stories that he had took a wife, you know, sure. and stayed on Earth, right? Like, right. So that's a whole nother. So let, let, let's say it's all true and Nephilim were, you know, these these Greek gods, essentially. Let's say they, they later on were what the Greeks were thought were gods, right? So, um, you know, that's ultimately bred out, though, later on. We know that. I mean, we know the well, fact they're not that, here now, yeah, right? Really? Obviously, obviously. So um, but what's even weirder is could some of those things have made it through. You know, over the over the time period, have, have, have could some of those things make it through? Because there was a video that I wanted that I referred to at the very very beginning of the podcast. I want to talk about because it was about a, a special ops captain or a, a, a ranger or a seal or something like that. Okay, where they were uh, in Afghanistan and they were going down to I can't remember what what city it was, a very popular city, and they were. Going you through. said they were trying to cross over into. Um, I think it was Kabul. But I don't I don't remember what city okay. it was to be honest with you. Just just because I I, I don't want to say Kabul and up being Afghanistan. I don't know if it is or not. Um, so they're going to the city and they're way out in the desert and they're they're hiking over some desert terrain and so uh, they were on high high alert because they're going through some some kind of sketchy territory and they came upon this cave like on the side of a mountain and the cave opening was ginormous and they thought like that's that's kind of crazy. Then they heard noises from the cave. The guy said, and then uh, this giant came out and engaged them. And this, they, he said it was big. It had red hair on its face, and you know, and everything else like that. And they were shooting it with a, with ARs and Barretts and and M sixties, yeah. And they weren't doing any, it wasn't doing any damage, you know. It, this the, it actually killed one of their guys and impaled him, you know, and so on. And so, but forth. you, but from what I understood from that story is he didn't just impale him. He stuck him and then picked him up at the end of the spear. Yes, yes, that's how strong this this giant quote unquote was. So here's the weird thing. Like you hear something like that, and you can't tell if it's real or not. My 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 mind always goes to like, that's just fake. It's it's TikTok. like where they see in mirages in the desert right, and like right, dudes right. tripping out. Yeah. So, um, but it's it, it, you mentioned something really interesting about that. Like when it comes to UFOs, aliens, monsters, something. It's always seen under what Navy intelligence. Right? Yeah. All so. If you start looking at or start digging up classified documents or you start reading books by people who were a part of a lot of these these things back in the day, a lot, a lot, a lot of UFO stuff is under naval intelligence. Yeah. Um, now, some of it transfers over to the Air Force, um, mm -hmm. like Wright-Patterson Air Force Base was a big hotspot for, uh, I think it was called Project Blue Book mm -hmm. um, at the time. And uh, that's where they, the it's rumored that Roswell landing was taken, right? Sure. Um, so... Yeah, but a lot of the stuff that I've found ha have been linked to naval intelligence. So right, it wouldn't right. be surprising that naval operatives would have yeah. been in an area that may if, have... If it, if it was a SEAL team, they're yeah. super secretive, they're not going to talk about it. Well, and that, they could have yeah. been looking for something that was mentioned before, and they could have been looking for that potentially even, well, I mean... Yeah, possibly, but they, they were on a They they're, said they're they were just mission. moving yeah. through? They were okay. just moving through and saw this thing and... As soon as it came out and did that, it, you know, the, the, the feed ended, so I didn't know what was the rest of the story, you know, and I hate the part two thing, so I'm not going to go look at it. Um, but the reality is, you know, could could things like that happen here today in our age? I mean, there's people that disappear all the time. There's mysterious things that happen, and could monsters actually still exist, you know, even though Western culture has made so many advances scientifically? Well, and there's the whole missing 411 thing with the national parks. Oh, Yeah. Oh, there, you know what's really interesting about this? My wife is an avid hiker mm -hmm. because she hikes all over the place, and uh, she loves watching the stories of uh, how hikers end up in trouble and, and either get out or go missing. Yeah. You know, and one night she asked me, should you sit down and watch this with me because it's kind of spooky and scary? And I'm like, I'm always in for spooky and scary. I'm, I'm excited about that kind of stuff. So I'm like, yeah, what's going on? She goes, it's about hikers that disappear. So whenever my wife actually goes hiking – she ha she tells me where she goes. She brings her cell phone. She also brings GPS with it as well, and making sure that she's covered in all fronts because she's really afraid of losing her way or something. And she hikes long distances, Dude, not just short. The yeah. new Apple Watch, yeah, has a baller feature for that, where even if she's off grid, she can still be pinged and found. Oh, that's great, man! Just great. just heads up, by the way. She hates Apple Watches. I already tried to give her one. Um, but there's other yeah, items out there that do the same thing. We can we can we can figure that out later on. But the 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 crazy thing is is that um, 
you know, my biggest fear for her isn't that she gets lost. It's that something unexplained happens. Yeah. Because there's a lot of unexplained things that happen out in the wilderness. Oh, dude, the whole Kenny Veach thing that's going on still. What's that? The whole Kenny Veach thing that this dude did in Nevada disappeared between Area 51 and... uh, and Nellis Air Force Base, there's a, a a group of mountains out there, and he oh, wow. um, used to be tons of mines out there, and yeah. uh, he claimed he found this cave, and when he got close to it, he felt nauseous, and he felt like his body was vibrating. Wow. Now, the military does have uh, deterrent systems that can make people feel that way, just to kind of yeah, get I've you to go before, way yeah. before you get too close. Makes you sick, yeah. I've seen um, so he did, comes back and he describes this cave, right? And then he, he goes back on a couple hikes and he can't find it, right? And there's theories that it was sealed up. And uh, then he goes out one more time and just never comes back. Wow. Never okay. comes back. Nobody knows where this dude is. Nobody yeah. knows where he went. Now, there's some other conspiracy theories that he faked his death, got in another car and bailed so that he sure. could you know, give money to a significant other or whatever, but, um, but, but the dogs, the dogs lost the scent. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. That's it's, it is weird because when that kind of stuff happens, you always want to know, like, you know, what, what, what ultimately was the, what was the conclusion of that person or, or what happened? People are still and, looking. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. And, and there are some scientific issues. There are some scientific conclusions, meaning like, you do see people get eaten by animals, getting it in their bones digested and everything else like that. Um, and when I, I believe when bones go through intestines, you know, animal intestines, it, it ruins the chances of DNA um, identification, you know, on that. From what I, I know if I know if like a pig eats a person, they'll still you know, excrete the, you know, poop out the, the bones and like teeth. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you cannot get a DNA right, from that. Right, yeah, so if right. you're going to kill somebody, you want to feed them yeah, to pigs yeah yeah i mean what was that what was that movie with brad pitt the guy was a pig farmer oh uh, i don't remember oh gosh what was that movie i forget snatch oh snatch, snatch yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 um the big farmer he got he would make make a body disappear by feeding the pigs yeah but so uh, so here's here's something you brought up earlier though right because you're okay. talking about the the seals encountering somebody in the desert mm-hmm. um oh by the way that's this, that's a fairly newer well, situation. No, it's not. If you actually go into the uh, armed forces history on unexplained encounters, no, but I mean a, that is a new occurrence. That's yeah, newer, it's a newer event, uh, meaning more 90s, recent. Nineties, okay, two thousands. Yeah, yeah. So my point with that is, is you had a good, uh, you had an interesting thought earlier that we were talking about with like, okay, we were talking about are the Nephilim mentioned before the flood of with Noah and after the flood of Noah, or just before the flood, and if. If they were only mentioned before the flood, how how is it possible that some of them potentially exist after the flood? Well, you made a really good point about that. We were talking about this. I mean, if your whole point was to make the point that you made to me when we were talking, touche, because it was the best point I ever heard. That if there was a flood and there were giants in the land, they, they possibly could have survived the flood. Absolutely, they you could know, have. And they wouldn't be qualified as human. Okay, they wouldn't be qualified. So all humans died. Okay, but they wouldn't be qualified as human because they're Nephilim. Yeah. So Nephilim were kind of half and half, if you would. So like there were there were also theories of them being moved to um being moved to like hell. Tar- as, Tarshish. As, yeah, as Tarshish, which is an old a, a I think it's a Greek word. Um here's the hard thing about For like deep hole or something like that is the is the, the term. Abyss. Yeah, that, yeah. That's a different thing. So I'm trying to give you a, a lesson on literature here in like five seconds. So here's the problem with the Bible and interpretation. Yeah. It was written in three different languages. Okay. Yeah. It, was written in the, it was written in Hebrew, Aramaic, and, and Greek. Ancient Greek. Okay. Yeah. A little bit in Aramaic, not not much, but a little bit. Enough to be, you know, to, to merit that it's actually that. Yeah. While Jesus was here on the earth, it was a Greco-Roman culture. Okay. During that time, they spoke two types of Greek, and that was... Um, Koine Greek and classical Greek. Yep. Classical Greek is what you see on like the uh, frat boys and things like mm-hmm. that. You know, Alpha Theta Pi, whatever that kind of. That's that's classical. Koine Greek is the language of the people, and that's the kind of Greek that the, the Bible was actually written in. So when the Hebrews entered into a Greek culture and they started recognizing they'd have to talk Greek, they had to transliterate the Old Testament from Hebrew to Greek, and that's called the Septuagint. Okay. So the Septuagint is the Old Testament translation. Okay into Greek terminology from Hebrew, from Hebrew. So there are certain words 
that. And Hebrew's written really interesting too when you try to translate stuff. Like it, like I, I think if I if you a, take here, here's 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 a point. I got like a like a I was a BC student in Greek and I was like a DC student in Hebrew. Okay, Hebrew's really hard because the word can mean like the context brings forth the meaning, but they're also very poetic about how they say things. Okay, so it, when it, when when you're when it's talking about something. Um, you have to look at the context that it's talking, and you, and then you finally get the word. For example, uh, in the prophecy about Jesus, in particular, a lot of people go to this about Jesus. Uh, it's already been disproven. Because the Jews believe that he hasn't come yet. But yeah, Ju- Modern-day Ju- Judaism does not believe Jesus was the Messiah. Okay. Um, because the term where it's talking about the prophecy of the Messiah in Isaiah, uh, a, a virgin, be born of a virgin, that word virgin actually means handmaiden. Okay, in that mm. in that point, but you would also use handmaiden also to, to explain virgin because young handmaidens were often virgins. Okay, okay. So as a result of that, what you see is people saying, "Well, well, no, it couldn't. Jesus wasn't born a virgin, but he was." That, that we have historical proof of. So what they'll do is they'll play around with that word. But even the Jews to this day will say. Um, yeah, that means virgin. Okay, that means virgin. It's only till later on with the skepticism that we have in um, that really surfaced probably around the 14, 15, 1600s, um, which is also ultimately trying to debunk the Catholic Church and debunk um, their life so they can be free and do whatever they want. They mm-hmm. really thought religion was a, uh, a a chain and a hostage on their life versus a freeing of what the gospel is supposed to be. Yeah, right? they thought it was a form of control. Right. Much like which the book of be. Eli, yeah. Which the it movie. can be. I mean, don't get me wrong. A religion, this is the, I'm not going to get into preaching again, but let's go. Um, the gospel of, of, of what Jesus is in the new life that God gives us through a relationship with Christ is a relationship. A religion is the structure around by which God wants his people to um, study his word uh, yeah, or, or, or organize, organizationally interact. There you, you go. Would. So like organization of congregation, that's why it's exactly. called a congregation. But you have to understand all those congregations are also run by men. And, the, and men can be can be really really wicked and sinful mm-hmm. and pretend to be good, and Absolutely. so that's where you get like bad churches and bad religions where people end up going. So when you look at Christianity in general, uh, you're gonna all you see because of our and this is just really bad. It's because of the news cycle and because of how things are. Obviously, the most dramatic things are thrown out there on the news. So when you see like a Jimmy Swaggart or you see a uh, Joel Olstein, or you see all these guys who are mega church pastors. Everyone goes, well, pastors are just making tons of money off their congregations. Ninety percent of the time, that's not true. That's and, true. And you're only talking about the ten percent out there. And so that's that's one of the misnomers today, where people go, like when I was a pastor. Okay, I had a very modest salary, just so you know. And you did um, work at a mega church, mini mega, yeah, if yeah, you yeah. Mini megas. Well, not not now mega, but not, then mega. Yeah, back, yeah, back in the, back in the day, it was, it was larger. <laughs> I think they say anything over a thousand was mega or something like that. And it was, okay. it was way over that. Um, so, and this is when I was younger. So the churches I planted weren't that at all. It was you for know, sure. Yeah, they, well, so, they never are when you plant them. No, no. So, um, but uh, I've worked in larger churches, but I, I, I'm telling you, even the churches I worked in that were very large, the staff was great. Wonderful people who really cared about people, cared about serving them and, you know, sharing the gospel and things. So like, it's just in our recent day to where because of the scandals, because we have so much more media thrown at everything and so much more information's out there are things so scandalous and people like it. Like I just, I'm just going to blow some people up real quick. I actually have a mentor coming in next week. Uh, the guy I've maybe mentioned before is named Lee Cooksey. Uh, he's coming in next Wednesday to hang out with us here. And uh, this is a guy who made a big impact on my life when I was in high school. Oh snap. Yeah. And uh, one of the, one of the f- top three men that made an impact in my life. And uh, he lives out here. He's visiting. No, he's out visiting here? from Orlando. Yeah, oh, he's from snap. Orlando. So uh, he's going to come in here, have a cigar with us, and just have a great time. Um, and so, one of the things that I just I, I can never I can I mean, you understand like all the stuff that's happening today, and, and people are addicted to drama and stuff like that's why when I brought up the whole thing like about Tim, you know, about Tim and I separating and doing our own thing. Um, I'm not a drama person, and drama never leads somewhere good. It, it just doesn't. Even if something di- did dramatically happen between two people, it's nobody else's business. And when you blow that up, it's it's the curiosity that kills the cat. Like, uh, if you start start fantasizing, like, you know, 
this person really did something bad or you did something bad and you start taking sides and that kind of stuff. Listen, dude, that's not something you want to do with people. And what happens is we've been trained and programmed almost because of everything that we've seen on reality TV and YouTube and everything like that to addict us to drama. And so like people want to know what's the dramatic, what's going to happen and so on and so forth. Most of these churches out there, most of these pastors are good guys. You're going to hear about five or 10% that do crazy, stupid stuff. And they're usually big, huge mega mega pastors yeah. out there they really are so but i mean that that's the thing you don't want to you know a, a pastor let's say this i have come to the conclusion that a pastor that has his own show is not worth trusting that's what i've come to the conclusion with when he wants more people to pay attention to him than to god i got a problem with it that's fair yeah and I, and that's and that's where i start drawing the line and i used to follow those guys I used to follow them and think, oh, these guys are great. They're preaching the word and what have you. Well, it's easy because if they're good, they're speaking right to you. Right, right. And so as a result, you know, I've seen major, major guys falter on something like that. And here's the other thing, too. The, the deeper you get into the church, the more you'll see, like, the ugly underpinning. Because people are people, dude. Yeah. People have bad days. Dude, you have bad days. You have bad weeks. I have bad days. I have bad weeks. But just you and I see it. And we love each other, so it's not that big of a deal for us. Yeah. But when other people, like you know, follow you and like follow your social media and stuff like that. And they demand all these things from you and things like that. You just, you can't do it. That's why I never really got into like vlogging. Yeah. I don't vlog my life. Like, Hey, Hey guys, here's me waking up. Here's the next food I'm eating. Here's what's going on. Like once in a uh, while, I'm, I don't care enough yeah. about what the hell I'm doing to, right. to share with anybody else, you right. know? But what, what social media has done has perpetuated a system. Of Except like, for yesterday. Yeah, because you went to the Cardinals game. It was awesome. Well, the, um, well, for me, it was the Saints game, but... Okay, it was Cardinals game. Um, go ahead and go into it. You, ahead, you, yeah. you said That's something... A long, long tangent. You said something a minute ago about... Um, I said to go off on that difference between religion and you, gospel. You, it was some, you said something around the, uh, around the realm of, like, things happening in the world now, and it made me think, like, could the Nephilim... So like there there's a couple other theories on like what happened with the Nephilim, right? There's there's yeah. a thought that like there's a thought on and I I'd have to really go back into the scripture it, and to back it we're up. We're talking about monstrous people. Correct. Yes. So one of the theories was that they were put into that dark hole or whatever. Tarsus. Tarsus. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh the other theory was that they were um that's a term for hell. removed from earth. Uh-huh. Not really said what was done with them. Okay. And then it could be similar to what was done with Enoch, right? Like, who knows? Okay. We don't know where the dude went. Sure. And then um, and then they came back down to, the, to Earth and repopulated, right? So some of the theories with that are... That's kind of weird. Well, some of the theories with that are is like, yeah. well, we see aliens, right? Oh, they're well, the offspring of the Nephilim. Right. Yeah. Well, there's also theories that the Nephilim were so intelligent that when the flood came that they were able to get off of the planet and potentially go to another planet and stay. Yeah, these are these are theories, yeah, right? I, I, yeah, I'm just... They're, they're but they of, were advanced people, and it was something that they potentially would have been able to do. What makes you think they were advanced? Well, if they're angelic, if they were of angelic beings, they're going to be probably smarter, bigger, stronger, more intelligent. And probably have means of doing things that normal humans would not. Okay. I'll give you that. I don't want to say smarter. I'll say they were probably, if they're called a hero, that means they were a physical, they physically impressed people. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know that they were smarter than humans. Yeah. You know, just because, well, just, I mean, I would just, well, in, I would, me, I would just assume, no, right? Let me, not, not that here's the weird thing. That an know. angelic being is more intelligent. Okay. That's, that's, that's where I would go. Really? Really? And let me tell you why. Because a third of the angels believed Satan, who was number two in line, could overthrow God, and they were all deceived. And so if you were on God's side, do you think if somebody came to you and was like, But Justin, you don't know what you don't know, right? right. They didn't you're know that at the time. Yeah, you're 100%. So like, as a result of like that, you're like, how smart are Or they didn't respect they? it at the time. I don't know, dude. I mean, it's like, it's like every boat captain that's ever had, like, how do you get a whole ship to just be, be your crew for freaking years? And then all of a sudden, one dude's like, hey, man, this dude sucks convinces the whole crew to commit a mutiny like yeah, it's very easy to yeah that's that's a good point i mean i mean think about what hiller did dude he, a whole country was on that dude's side yeah bro. but there are so many reasons how so easy that's for fair him. that's fair yeah, he was recovering for world war one that's everything fair else. yeah there's a lot of reasons that while the while the german people were so easily deceived was because of the the, ec the economic downturn that they were in okay which leads me to today okay let's just get into it yeah. okay 
which we are heading for a a longer slide into an economic downturn more so than we're in right now. And inflation's up almost nine percent. Okay, and we're and raises are not up nearly that much. I mean, you get like a three percent, two percent cost of living raise, maybe. Uh, I didn't, you know, so I, I know that like we didn't. So because there's a there's a sense of where like it's just it's just crazy. So when that's happening, what you're open to is just anything that would give you hope, you know. And so if somebody comes around telling you I've got the the hope chest, I've got the I've got the magic thing that will fix everything. You usually latch up people latch on that person. Well, well, and it's like what we were talking about with like how the book I'm reading, um, Behold a Pale Horse, has a lot of information that pertains to the powers that be, whoever that is, you know what I mean? Using like aliens and things like that to try to discredit Christianity. Yeah, that, that yeah. there's a belief in God. Like, how could aliens, how could these other creatures be existent? Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny because there's also a theory that those are angelic beings that exist right. from, uh, a, you know, a previous life that had, you know, well, disobeyed and got away. Because that's, that's the theory, another theory on why the flood happened, too, is the world was so wicked and also because of these beings that these angelic beings that came down and okay. started populating the world and created this well, this it, world of of beings. I don't know that's too far from the story because like, okay. Yeah, okay it comes right before the flood. It and very that, that, yeah. all the yeah it's it's, it's very right wicked. before the flood. It's, and so what what you know what gets me too and not to get super preaching we're going, we're going it's Bible 101 today. Which the flood um, is mentioned in how many cultures? Every culture. There's not one you can find that doesn't talk about a worldwide flood. Huh? You're not. I'm not talking subcultures. I'm talking huh. main cultures. Even people, subcultures. Because somebody will say, "No, dude." Somebody's gonna be like, "Well, my Gothic place did not tell me about that." You know, we just sat around and talked about. Because tonight's night that I will die for you. No, just just really honestly, I'm not talking subcultures. I'm talking main cultures. Okay, main cultures you're gonna see it in every major culture in every major religion a worldwide flood. Even okay. the even the if you want to look up something crazy, look up the Denisovans, which were a like very like a smaller people that lived in like like the Himalayas and like the basically like the Mongolian. Oh sure, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. They there were they lived in times in inner China that were claimed that. Nobody lived there, dude. The, the the world's crazy, bro. I mean, we know that. I mean, we gotta we gotta. In all honesty, I, I think that you know, as we're talking about this, I, I want to get down to the, the question: what we think right now, because we've been in this about almost about forty five minutes now, right? Pretty close. Okay, maybe a little over. So here here's my here's my thought: is it possible that monsters still exist today? I think so. I think so too. I mean, even I if so even too. if even if you you take the story of the Watchers and, mm-hmm. and you take those, like there's potentials that they exist in the world somewhere. Yeah, I don't know who knows why, but they they're out there potentially. I, I would definitely say that it's, it's a potential that they exist today. Now, to what degree, how they got here, and where they come from, and all that kind of stuff, we don't know fully. I think it's fun to think through all these Bible verses and everything like that, and think through like maybe God does have something to do with it, but maybe not. So. And with that said, guys, we're going to leave it up to you and let you know, let us know what you think in the comments by emailing us at Cut Light and Smoke Podcast, Cut Light Smoke Podcast at gmail.com. And we're out of here like last year. Peace.